This is America on Par, a powerful punch of political punditry in a pithy podcast. I'm your host, Stephen Parr. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. You know, I just read a very frightening quote this morning from someone I had considered to be rather intelligent. In an article on Politico.com, Bill Crystal, not Billy Crystal, the comedian, but Bill Crystal, the editor of the Weekly Standard, said, if it's Trump versus Clinton, I'd work with others to recruit a strong conservative third party candidate and do my best to help him win, which, by the way, would be more possible than people think, especially when people finally realize Trump shouldn't be president and Hillary is indicted. And these efforts to recruit that third party candidate, by the way, may already be underway. The New York Times is reporting that someone approached former Texas Governor Rick Perry to run as that third-party candidate, forgetting that he never gained any traction in the GOP race earlier last year and has already endorsed Cruz this year. Now, to Perry's credit, he turned them down, saying the idea was ludicrous. Right now, Donald Trump has won 46% of the delegates in the races so far. He's not currently on pace to win the nomination outright before the convention. Now, that could change as the winner-take-all states get involved or as more people drop out. But right now, the idea of a contested convention is possible. Here's how that would work. On the very first vote at the convention, all the delegates elected would vote for their assigned candidate. So Trump would have the highest total, but still less than the half, less than than beating that halfway point. And so the vote would go to a second round and more if needed. At that point, the delegates are released from their obligations. They can vote for whomever they wish. So if the party insiders come up with a plan and unite around a Trump alternative, it's possible that someone else, maybe Marco Rubio, maybe Jeb Bush, maybe Mitt Romney, could win on the second ballot or or a later ballot. Yes, Romney could take this nomination at the convention under the scenario, even if he didn't run in the primary. That's irrelevant. So what do you think would happen at that point? Me? I I think Trump would walk out and start his own party. Uh, The the Trumplocrats, the Trumplicans, the Trumpsters, Trump the party, something. Remember, he said he would be loyal to the Republican Party as long as the GOP treated him fairly. Do you think Trump would believe a backroom deal at the convention to deny him the nomination would be, quote, fair? I mean, whether it is or not, do you think Trump would think it's fair? And if Trump doesn't think it's fair, what do you think he's going to do? He's going to walk out. So we currently have two different threats for a conservative or a a Republican split. The first is the Bill Crystal model of Trump running as a Republican and some mystery candidate running as an independent conservative. The second is a Trump walkout. Either way, you split the GOP vote in half, a division between the conservatives and the populists. And this has happened twice in the past 105 years, and neither time turned out well for the Republicans. The last time was in 1992. Ross Perot ran as an independent populist. Now, I wouldn't be surprised if many of Perot's supporters 
were now Trump supporters. I think they are pulling from some of the same ideological areas. They're opposed to NAFTA, a billionaire businessman looking out for the common man. Perot didn't win a single electoral vote, but he pulled enough popular votes away from the GOP nominee, George H.W. Bush, the president, to give the election to Bill Clinton. Clinton did not win a majority of the popular vote, so Perot and Bush split their votes and denied the conservatives a victory. It happened before, 1912. That was when former president Teddy Roosevelt was trying to retake the party from his successor, his hand-picked successor, Howard Taft. Taft won the nomination at the Republican convention. Roosevelt walked out and started his own third party, the Progressives. He did better than Perot, but he and Taft both lost the Electoral College to Wilson, the Democrat. Again, Wilson didn't win a majority of the popular vote, but that's not what really matters in our system. The idea of splitting the Republican Party, especially splitting it on purpose, ignores history and the realities of our electoral college system. It also ignores the fact that both Wilson and Clinton, who were elected because of the splits in the GOP, both ended up being two-term presidents. Bill Kristol seems to think that it could work this time because Hillary would be indicted. Well, that's a pretty big leap of faith in the fairness of the Obama administration, in my mind. Why does Bill Kristol think Loretta Lynch would bring charges against Hillary Clinton that would put Lynch out of a job and the Democrats out of power? What makes Kristol think that would happen? I don't have much faith in the honor and honesty of Barack Obama's appointee. Now, I could be wrong, but that seems like a huge risk to take, to split the party on the hope that Hillary is later indicted. If the GOP is split and Hillary becomes president, she could be there for two terms, like her husband was and like Woodrow Wilson was. Not only then would she replace Antonin Scalia on the Supreme Court, but she could get to replace at least one, maybe two other conservatives as well. That would change the court, the Supreme Court of the United States, for a century at least. It would mean the end of interpreting the Constitution as it was written, and instead the court would decide the laws of this land based upon feelings and public sentiment and what the court thinks the law should say, not what it actually says. The only way to beat Trump and still prevent Hillary from being president is to beat him in the delegate count before the convention. If not, Trump would have to become the only GOP nominee or that fundamental transformation of America that Barack Obama wanted would become an irreversible reality. The stakes are simply too high to screw around with splitting the party. And the party leadership needs to realize that very, very soon. Well, thanks for listening. If you like these podcasts, please share them with your friends on Facebook and Twitter. If you'd like to leave a comment, you can always do so on my website, americaonpar.com. I'm Stephen Parr, and I can still see old glory flying over me. In the first light of the morning, I can see old glory